0: Hello everyone! Welcome to the Charge Shot Cast. It's your week, friends together around, talking about the games they're playing, things going on in your lives. Stay with me, Justin.
1: I I forgot to think of a way to introduce myself. So, ta da!
0: And Ben. I
2: am not Ben. I am Rain. I am the Prince of Edenia and rightful God of everything. Bow to me, bitches. I Was thought you were a rightful God. Right? You know what? It's you can't hear me in, when I'm wearing this mask because I'm a god. If I take this off. Then my powerful words will destroy you. This is you, for your protection.
1: Are you talking about like the the NRA guy? Uh, what the actor? What's his name?
0: Uh, what?
1: Uh, like that I'm old rain. actor Just, guy? That's like, like I'm, the head of the NRA. I
0: thought. Uh, don't know who you're talking about. I don't know. I thought he was Dark Side for some reason. Uh, I could be. Actor, <laughs> I'm better than Darkseid. Darkseid's a bitch.
1: Charlton Heston. Charleston <laughs> <like laughs> the the president.
2: He's of the also America. a bitch. Yeah. Is everyone a bitch? Everyone's... If you support the NRA, you're a bitch.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry, he's not currently the president. But he's known for being the president.
2: Hmm. Anyway. Well, fuck him.
0: Anyway. Let's talk about the games we've been playing. Or things going on in our lives today. I was me, Justin.
1: We, did, we just did that. Am I, am I having a stroke?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would try and come up with something witty at this point, but i right. think i did go ahead say say whatever you have to say
1: that wasn't bad um ooh, what you say Oh, um so <laughs> i sorry i'm in a weird mood because mm, it's been like a, like a bad mental health week so i'm trying to overcompensate oh no you know? it's fine um it's just the weather changes like the season change mm-hmm. um but I have, a, I have a cat on my lap right now, so it's okay. Oh, he's so upset. He's like, I was sleeping. He's
2: like, put me the fuck
1: down, bitch! Put me the fuck
2: down! <laughs> How dare.
1: Um, oh, he left.
0: Oh,
2: there
1: and he is. so yeah, I've been playing a lot of PS5 stuff, uh, obviously. Um, mm. I 100% slash platinumed uh, both Miles Morales and Astro's Playroom. Uh... In less than a week after launch. Um, so, yeah. that <laughs> Like, I, re- I very rarely platinum a game. Um, the only ones I can think of offhand are Spider-Man 2018. Like, keep wouldn't say Spider-Man PS4, but, like, it's, you know, it's got the, the new version now. Um, and then the, like, at least one of the uh, Telltale games, because those you platinum pretty much just by Playing through the whole thing, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I haven't like gone out of my way to get platinums. Uh, but I think with the PS5, like games are getting more expensive. You know, there's not a lot out right now, and like I really like these games, so I'll just take the extra time and like you know put more like have more of an excuse to play them. Basically, mm-hmm. so uh, the first one I did actually was Astros. Um, because that was pretty easy. Like, it is mostly just beating the game. There's a few side things. Um, and I'll admit, a few of them I looked up. But most of it's just getting all of the puzzle pieces and the uh, the artifacts in every level, which I was motivated to do anyway, because those things are great. Um, and I love, like, looking out over the PlayStation Labo room and, like, seeing all of the artifacts and stuff you have and, like, the finished murals and, like, yeah. that's a reward on itself.
0: Yeah, it's super uh, cool.
1: And then there's a handful of trophies that you get just from like screwing around in the labo area. Mm-hmm. So like there's really fun things. Like um, you get a uh, you get a trophy for picking up a trophy in the labo area. Yeah. Um, so I saw like on Twitter someone posted their you know their platinum video um, <laughs> of like the last trophy they got was picking up the platinum trophy. That's funny. I'm like, that's perfect. Why didn't I do that?
0: Yeah, that's um, great.
1: But I didn't know that it was a trophy when I did it. I just like I was going around punching everything, and I went to punch the trophies, and I picked one up and got a trophy for it. I'm like, mm-hmm. nice, I like that. Um, and then you get one for like punching the PS2 system logo.
0: Yeah, you change and, like, it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, was that a thing? Yeah, it yes, t- it, it was. I, yeah, it, yes. it I've, turns.
0: It turns. I mentioned this before I never on the show. That on mine. Oh, yeah, okay. there's no purpose to it. It just does. Well, if you're gonna stand your console up horizontally or vertically, you need to switch the logo, right? So I don't know why you would do that, but okay. So it doesn't look weird. I
2: don't
1: know. I mean, there's still no, like I mean, the just, PS2 just... across the the face of it that you you know it's 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 etched. You can't change that one.
0: Well, with the uh, the Xbox Series X, you can't change the logo. So if you stand it up, if you put it horizontally. It looks weird.
1: But it's also an X, so it looks the same.
0: No, it doesn't. It really does not look the same.
1: Alright. Anyway, um, and there's, like, there's just some fun ones like that. Like, basically every artifact there you can mess with in some way. Uh, I posted a video a few days ago of, like, uh, holding the, uh, doing, like, his his little spin attack thing, um, on the, uh, the PS2 system. And just like sliding open and closed the uh, the disc tray yeah, with all the that. the bots on it, and, just, like,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and they're like flopping all over the place. You don't get a trophy or anything for it. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like there's just, it's fun to play around in that game.
0: It um, really is.
1: And there was a few like a few of them I had to look up were like game references. Um, like the main one I remember was uh, there's a level where it's raining, and like there's a little bot with like a uh, like an origami swan or something on its chest, which apparently is a Heavy Rain reference. Uh, oh, okay. have you know, never played it. Um, And you get a trophy for, like, like shielding, shielding yourself from the rain. Sure. <laughs>
0: okay, sure.
1: <laughs> right. Um. So, like, that kind of obscure stuff I never would have known without looking it up. But they're also not hard. So it's not a big deal, I don't think.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. But yeah, Miles Morales, I have already beaten twice.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> and oh, damn, you know, one hundred percented and got the platinum in it. Um, but in my defense, I played through it once for me. Like I did my hundred percent run, um, and I got basically all of the trophies I could get, uh, like in the first run because you have to do new game plus to finish it up. Um, and then I put it down for a a, a day. I was gonna say for a bit, but it, it, was, <laughs> it was like a day. Uh, <laughs> and then. I, like, I started, you know, that, that like I said, that depression started to sink in. So I was like, you know what? I really liked it. I'm going to start it again. Um, so I played through it again to record for the, the story play video. Uh, and so I played through the whole thing again, like, recording the, you know, the key story and everything, and then spent the next few days, like, cutting it all down to about a four-hour, like, movie length. Uh, mm. so i spent a lot of time with miles morales like i know that story very well and it's also it's it's a very good story i'll say that um like i don't think i'd finished it last week but yeah like i i mean i cut it down like i you know with the with the first game i did it like kind of a tv show because that thing that was like eight to ten hours or so for the story um so i thought it'd be better to put out like an episode a week with this, I wanted to cut it down, see how long it was, and then decide what to do with it. And I actually think it's like it's a really solid, just like, you know, long movie. Um, like that's how it feels. If I was going to cut it down, it would have been in like a probably a three episode like mini series, with each one being a little over an hour. But the breaks and that, like, you know, it didn't really feel like a like a um like a three act structure for each one. Um mm. so I thought it'd be better just to keep it all as one. Cause it, I mean, it moves, it's got a pretty good pacing to it
2: to um, all are one.
1: Yeah. And like, I put in some of the side quest stuff. Cause like a lot of the things you do, um, it's just like helping people around Harlem. And I thought that was fitting because like, he's Harlem Spider-Man. Yeah. So it's like, you need to show those little moments. of just like, you know, helping rescue a cat <laughs> in order to understand like his connection with this neighborhood when everything goes down at the end. <laughs> um, So it actually, I think it works in its favor, even though those sections are kind of segmented from everything else. Uh, But yeah, no, the game is really good. Um, The only trophies that were kind of hard were, uh, there's one that you have to get a hundred times combo. And I had a a really hard time doing that one because I was trying, like, I was thinking of areas where there's enough enemies that you can actually, like, get, you know, a hundred combo. Right, yeah. And it was, like uh, like, the hideouts and things like that. And, like, at one point I went to, like, the very end of the game where you're, like, you know, fighting wave after wave in, like, the neighborhoods of Harlem. But it's... they're somewhat disjointed <clears throat> where, um like, either, you know, enemies will, will come out of nowhere and, like, shoot you when you don't even see them. And, like, they're too far away to, you know, just, like, kind of zipline over to. um Or it'll be, like, you'll finish up a little encounter... And then you'll have to, like, zip over to another rooftop or something. And so in that time, you lose your combo meter. Um, And so, like, I ended up just literally going to the first battle of the game. Um, Like, you know, the tutorial, basically. Where it's just, like, a wave of super easy... Yeah. Wow. A wave of super easy uh, convicts that got out. (laughs) And just just grinded it out with those first enemies. And, like, it was actually super easy. Because they weren't hard. Yeah, they didn't have any really guns or anything like that, and um, like even though there's a cutscene between waves, your combo meter continues on.
0: <coughs> oh, okay.
1: So, pro tip, um, you know, do like a new game plus and just knock out that trophy first thing. Hmm. It's actually pretty easy. Um, and the other one I had, it took a little time to do, was uh, the actually the last one I got, uh, which is like breaking 15 items in the mall while you're, while you're riding rhino. Oh yeah. Because you can't do it in one run. Like it's 15 cumulative items. So it doesn't have to be like, you know, one run through the mall. But there I don't think there's even 15 items in the mall to break.
0: Are there not? I was like that smashing would be some crash you... bandicoot shit right there. I was yeah. smashing them pretty pretty well. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, my first run I tried to avoid everything cuz I thought that's what you were supposed to do. And right. I saw there was a trophy for breaking them. I didn't see the so trophy. I just game thought Plus breaking run.
0: stuff was fun, so I just said... Yeah,
1: that's true. It is, but <laughs> I was trying to avoid them and be a good guy. I'm trying
0: game, to be a know. good guy.
1: Right. Uh, so my New Game Plus run, I broke everything and didn't get the trophy. It was like, crap. Mm-hmm. So I just basically, like, I had to restart again. <laughs> uh, like, go through all of the intro stuff, because you can't, like, skip cutscenes or anything. Go through all that intro stuff, and then just get to them all. And, like, three uh, three items in, I got the trophy. And nice. I'm like, uh That wasn't worth all of that (laughs) lead-up. And then the others that were somewhat difficult were the uh, 25 wall takedowns and 25 ceiling takedowns, just because I never really did those. Uh, So, like, I basically had to grind those out at the end. But, like, they weren't hard, it just took a while of, like, you know, specifically trying to get people under me or next to me so I could, you know, it would trigger the wall and ceiling takedowns. But, like, again, Platinum isn't super hard. Um, I mean, I, I basically did it in two runs of the game. And the the New Game Plus trophy, you don't have to do it on any specific difficulty. So, like, for the story play, I did it on easy. Because I was like, why challenge <laughs> myself when I'm literally just trying to record this? Like, I want it to look as smooth as possible. So I don't want to be, you know, hit a bunch and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I screwed up enough to make it look like, you know, Miles is still learning, like he takes a hit every now and then, uh, but I
2: didn't... Come on, hit actually... me, hit me, it's good for the camera, hit me!
1: Yeah, kinda, like, <laughs> I would, like, purposefully miss something, so, you know, he looked a little amateurish. Uh, but, anyway, aside from those two, I I briefly checked out Bugsnax today, um, actually, I recorded, like, the first half an hour or so of the game. And decided it's just not for me.
2: Like I knew it. Call it Thomas. You owe me five dollars.
0: I thought you said ghosts, but I also agreed with you. So, well, yeah, I'll, I'll
1: get to ghosts in a second. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I I can see the appeal of it, but it feels like kind of just an aimless like Pokemon wannabe. Because like the the different you know the bug snacks themselves are definitely the highlight of the game, like the naming schemes of them and like their designs and stuff. I saw a pizza moth fly over at the very beginning <laughs> that reminded me of like ho the in the. I was going to say
0: cartoon. that's ho. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I was like, man, that could be really cool. But like the 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 progressive gameplay is just not fun for me, and like the whole presentation is kind of creepy. I don't know. Like I said, I've got a video that I just I didn't finish editing today. Um, I was gonna put it out today, but then I got sleepy. Uh, but yeah, I I can't. I don't think I can do it. Uh, mm. And it's it's not a terribly pretty game either. So like, when I'm playing on PS5, I kind of want to you know play something like next gen feeling.
2: The videos looked good. <clears throat> I thought it looked good. Yeah. It's
0: the art style. I don't think you like. Which it is very
1: much looks like a PS4 game that they just also released on PS5. That's that's all I'm saying.
0: It's gonna be a lot of games like that.
1: I mean, I thought Miles looked incredible. Like, there's some spottiness, like when you're going from cutscene to gameplay. Um, but those cutscenes are like very nice. Uh, and I've seen a lot of them, so I can I can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I started streaming um, after taking a week off. I started streaming Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, speaking of next gen games, right. uh, I played a I played a PS4 game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to be fair, I did it to see how much better it performs on PS5, and I was actually pretty impressed with it. Um, like there's there's some graphical issues, like some pretty ugly textures. Mixed in with the very pretty character models and stuff. Uh, But performance-wise, like, it's... I mean, it was buttery smooth. I really didn't even notice the loading times. Where in the original, it would take, like, a minute every time it loaded a new chapter. Uh, Which, you know, with a stream can really slow things down. So I'm kind of glad they optimized that stuff. But, like, really, I think it's one of those games that's, like, a natural fit for a PS5 upgrade. Because it wouldn't take much. Uh, you do, like, some, you know, some texture improvements and add in ray tracing, and it would look next-gen already. Uh, ray tracing. Hey, Reflection. ray tracing's no jokes. Ooh. Like, I know we've made jokes about it a lot, and yes, they're still funny. But ray tracing's pretty legit. Like, all the neon Dynamic lights lighting. and stuff Ooh. with the... Uh, uh, with the underground and Miles Morales. Like, when you go into the underground's... Oh, yeah. The beginning, uh, The beginning. Underground.
0: I, I remember seeing a lot of uh, glass, right? And so there's yeah. like, a lot of reflections. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look really sharp, man. Like, that game looks really good.
1: And the way the light bounces off everything. Yeah. It's really yeah. Cool. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so... I'm not going to talk too much about <laughs> Tonifus' remake because we've done it plenty. Um... Uh, but I do think the new game plus system is a little weird than that because I basically just restarted the game. Like I booted up my game and loaded chapter one, and then just started playing the game again. So like you, still you still got the...
0: everything.
2: Yeah,
1: you have everything you you had before. It's basically just a chapter select thing. Uh, so it's not really a new game plus because like generally with that, like you start some stuff over but retain like general progress, so you're stronger but then it also, like, buffs up enemies and things like that to match, this just everything feels super easy. And, like, it's not um, its not a challenge at all.
2: Yeah. Xenoblade does the same thing, where, like, you, you retain your levels and a lot of other stuff, but, like, enemies are still the same, so if you just want to just crush through the game, this is your opportunity to just crush through the game.
1: Mm. Which I don't mind, because, like, I don't really, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the combat in that game. Um, And it it gives me less incentive to do the side missions and stuff, which I don't really need to do because I've already gotten those items and things. Uh, So it helps some of the, you know, the grind, like the early game grind move quicker. But it's just, it's kind of a weird choice for how to do that. Um, But yeah. Finally, I will uh, kind of briefly touch on Ghost of Tsushima because I also started that up, uh, thanks to Thomas. And I I want to like it. <laughs>
0: yep, call it. There it is. There no, it is.
1: No, hold on. Let me.
2: Like... Did you play in black and white or Kurosawa mode? No, that's the thing. Yeah, you can play it in black yes, and white like it an, an it
0: old samurai way. film. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also, you have to put it on Japanese audio if you want to be true. If you want to be a true weeb.
1: I don't.
0: But the Japanese audio is oh. probably way better. <laughs> I don't yes. mind the
1: English. But no, like everything you're saying it. is what I don't like about it.
0: You don't like that it's authentically that... Japanese? Right. Okay. <laughs> I mean
1: I, I respect wow. that. No no no. I'm not like I'm not trying to be racist or anything. I respect <laughs> how, Man, how how it's okay to it not like a person's culture. Like.
0: It's just, you know.
1: What what I'm saying is like it's not that I don't like the Japanese part of it. Like that sounds bad. Yeah. I respect what they're doing and like how, you know, authentic it is. But it's just not my style of game. Like I don't go for like samurai <clears throat> stories or anything. Even, like with movies or TV or whatever. Like that's just it's you not... like Star Wars. Yeah, but that's sci-fi. That's it's a... different.
2: It's it's a samurai story, dude. It's a western an old- and samurai it's, it's, story.
1: It's.
0: Yeah. <sighs> but he likes the pew-pews, so you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't like talk. He doesn't. Yeah.
1: Like. For example, I don't like westerns, but I really enjoy The Mandalorian, which is basically a space western. Mm-hmm. It's that same thing, but, like, coded in a different way. Right. Anyway. I think the gameplay is solid. Uh, like, it's it's a little weird with the, um, the battle system where, like, you're always facing the enemy. So, like, I'm trying to go off and explore, but I know there's an enemy coming towards me because, like, when I try to walk away, I'm, like, walking backwards. Like, still facing the enemy. Just kill him. Um, no, I'm Just like fuck I saying, him. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I don't know there's enemies yet. But, like, I try to go one way, and, like, my character's still facing the other way, and I'm like, oh, okay, there must be an enemy over there. So then I, you know, go that way and kill... But Do like,
2: your samurai duty and go kill the invader.
1: Yeah, sure. I, I like that stuff. And I definitely, like, I see that it's a solid game. But I'm worried that it's not going to grab me specifically, because, like, just the the setting and stuff isn't something that I gravitate towards.
0: Yeah, that's and the... Justin that, doesn't like Japan confirmed. That's the settings that I love, right? Like, and we don't get a whole lot of samurai stuff, so... Yeah. No, we don't. I'm cherishing this. I haven't played it yet, but I can just I mean, tell... it's definitely
1: unique. That's what I'm saying. I want to like it. Yeah. Like, if it could make me a believer in samurai stuff, great. But it's just not something I've ever really been interested in. So, I... Like so far the story doesn't really
2: mean Uh, I should get you for Christmas the huge box set of lone wolf and cove. I'm like, here, this is fucking samurai, fucking read this. I don't you'll love it.
0: No, give him seven samurai.
2: That'll probably be more digestible. Lone Wolf and Cove is awesome though. (laughs) Wish I still had those. <laughs> I
1: was, I was going to say some. I'll, I'll say it anyway. I was about to say I, I like that that anime, and then I realized that it was Cowboy Bebop. When I was thinking of Samurai Champloo,
0: that's like sci-fi, isn't it? No, I know. Yeah,
1: but like, like I said, I was thinking Samurai Champloo, but I've never seen that. What I was actually thinking of was Cowboy Bebop, which is not Samurai.
0: No, you know what we should give them is Samurai X. The OVAs, those are really good. Yeah, oh yeah, those are yeah, really good for sure. Hmm. Thomas, mm-hmm. you and okay. I need to
2: stream. You need to stream Ghost. I need to be there for that at some point anyway, next Ghost year. Ghost is
1: a very solid, polished game. It's very pretty. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's got a lot of potential. Don't know how much I'll play. That that's all I'll say. I'm just I like, don't like the game.
0: Yeah, uh, but just like being able to share games with you, like this is actually kind of cool because like yeah you you would have never have played this. You would have never even looked at it if I didn't we didn't find a uh, game share. Mm-hmm. right
1: oh yeah I, I forgot to ask um don't you have uh demon souls
0: i do but it's a disc
1: oh you it doesn't do game i don't releases? think it does
0: i don't think it does discs
1: okay gotcha
0: interesting okay. i haven't i haven't even put it in my console yet so because i was just
1: thinking that's i mean it might like generate it then um, yeah yeah because i was just thinking like that's another one that i would probably never play like never buy but, like, I'd be curious about, just to see right. what it is. <laughs> I play Bloodborne.
0: You did play Bloodborne.
1: I was Bloodborne. really this bad
2: at d- it, d- but. This, this is, yeah, You if you got salty at Bloodborne, Demon Souls will make you rage like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, I'll
1: probably, like, watch Demon Souls, more likely. Mm-hmm,
2: like yeah, you, you can do, like, your, it. you
1: know, your share, like, your share captioning.
2: Or, or if you're gonna play it, play it like I did with friends who are good at the game, so you're just <laughs> kind of there tagging along. Yeah. And they just let you kill the final boss because they've done it so many times. That's how I play Demon Souls.
1: Yeah, but then I'd have to buy it.
0: Yeah, but he didn't. I mean, he just watched his friends play.
2: No, no, I played. Like I was in the party and everything. Oh, like, okay. Okay, I thought then, you. Like, okay. I, I got combat in, but they they led the charge and they say, "Hey, here, here, Ben, do this. Take care of this." They were kind of like my tour guides. It was all. I still got to experience the game. It was so creepy. Yeah. But.
1: Speaking of increased performance, real quick, um, I also, like, I briefly jumped into Avengers <laughs> just to see, you know, like, the... the um, Obviously, it's not the next-gen upgrade or anything yet, <sighs> but I just wanted to see if it was any better than, like, the super choppy frame rate and weird resolution of the PS4 version, and I did, like, half General, of a please. mission, again, just to test it, and, like, it was pretty smooth on PS5. Nice. Um, I, I definitely want to give it some more try, probably this weekend with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and like see how it actually plays for a you know a long stretch. But I was impressed with just with the hardware improvements, not even like an actual next gen upgrade. Yeah. That's all I got.
0: Alright. Uh so Ben, what have you been up to?
2: Uh, well, obviously, because of the mask, I it was it was rain week, baby. So, uh combat pack three, two, not three, <laughs> two. Because I'm so gotta hate that that we got aftermath is not called combat pack. It's weird, but whatever. Uh, combat pack two officially released from Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, so with Molina, Rain, and Rambo, I did not touch Rambo because fuck that. I'm not I'm not doing it. Maybe at some garbage. point I'll play Rambo. I bought him. Because my OCD would not let me buy him. So I just bought the, the the combat pack. It was only $15. So I figured, fuck it. Most combat packs in the past were like $40. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll throw down the money. Rain is very cool. Uh, I like a lot of the stuff he, he can do. Um, he, <laughs> there's no better feeling, though, than doing the round-the-world kick. Uh, that's still my favorite move that Rain has always had since Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, it's still so good to do. I'm still trying to learn how to do like cool combos after that. Right now, I'm just doing round the world kick, uppercut because that's that's easy to do. Um, I love his little Blanca ball that he gets. His evaporation thing where he turns himself in the water and he basically nullifies projectiles is really cool. Um, he's just such a cool character. But as from a, like a personality standpoint, I like a lot of well, I like a lot of his normals. He's very fast. Um, like a lot of people complain about Mortal Kombat 11 being very. Um, slow rain i think at least i'm not a i'm not like a super competitive just going from visual alone rain might have the fastest dash i've ever seen in all the mortal in, in like all these mortal Kombat games including melina in, in mk11 like he just his backdash sucks but everybody's in mk11 sucks his his him just going just double dashing forward at you oh my god it's crazy he wants to be in your face um so that instantly made me go oh shit this is awesome um, he has great mobility options his his uh, water ball is really cool I I haven't figured out Mechstar number too much with custom combinations honestly too much um but I'm looking forward to that but I tried Molina out of curiosity because I I'm not really a, I'm not a Molina fan never really played her in other games I always preferred uh, her sister oh I should talk about rains ending real quick um so rain rain's ending. Uh, or actually, no, I won't spoil Rain's ending. I won't do that because you should discover it for yourself. But I will talk about his second fatality, which I think they kept it a secret, and I'm glad they did because when I found found about it in game, it was really cool, and it's much better than his first one. So first, he'll like shoot geysers through you, like, whoosh, and then like all of he'll do like a pose, and like all of a sudden he'll like do like this, and then in the background of him. The, like, a qu- fucking, qu- a, it's a queen reference, like, like, you hear Ear, arrow, and then, like, the background behind him, you'll see Ermac, Reptile, and Smoke behind him, and they're doing the queen, like, that iconic queen poster. You've, you've probably seen it, the black background, and, and it's like, black and white, and it just says queen. They're doing that. I'm like, get in the game! Where I want Smoke, Reptile, and Ermac in this game. Come on, <laughs> man! Um, but it's a really cool fatality just for that alone, and it, it's it's brutal in all honesty. Um, I'm kind of glad they kept that one secret. Because the first one's goofy and fine. You know, with the eyeball thing. But the second one, man. That's such a cool reference. Uh, especially, I love Queen. Queen's one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, it's supposed to be the my favorite band of all time. But Melina, on the other hand. Um, I guess I never played Melina. didn't play an MK9. I never really liked her design. Just because big grotesque teeth. You know, she's very popular. Oh just just by going to the Rule Thirty Four threads, she's very popular. I don't go to her I don't go to her pages, but a lot of people do. Yet. Like she has like one of the highest like searches ever. But I go to Katana's, but that's because she's my waifu in this game. Um She is very fun. I liked a lot of her mobility options. She is pretty much from what I gathered just she's mix-up. She's Mrs. Mix up. She's gonna try to make you think, oh, am I gonna grab you this time? Am I gonna go for the overhead? It's all about fucking with your perception of where she's going. And I kinda like that. Um her strings felt really nice to do. I like doing her command grabs, I like switching things up. She was very fun to play. Like I won't lie, like they didn't Again, I'm not I can't speak from a competitive standpoint, but from a casual standpoint, she was very fun to play. And if you do her tutorial, you get the Shao Kahn helmet right away. So do a tutorial if you want a cool helmet right away. So she can get a you get her basically Shao Kahn's helmet on her. Uh, she has some cool costumes. I'll definitely try out. I will spoil her story mode because her story mode is basically, uh, her arcade ending. Cause I actually don't remember much of Rain's. Oh no. Okay. So I'll talk about arcade endings. Rain is pretty much, um, like in any time, like I, I, in, in between fights, They make Rain seem like he's, like, dangerous. He's, like, super dangerous. I'm like, you're supposed to be dead. Are you going to do this? Like, they treat him like a threat, and I kind of like that. And Rain is just, like, confident. I'm like, I'm a god. Do you understand? You are beneath me. That's pretty much 90% of his dialogue, and I kind of like that. (laughs) Rain didn't really have that much of a personality in any MK game before this. And he still doesn't. Like, like, yeah, he was just there. Um, The most you knew about him is that he's this half-son of a demigod... And he's related to Tavon and Dagon from Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Uh, I can't remember who their dad is, but he's he's basically the half son of an elder god. So, like, that kind of influences his character here. And he pretty much takes over Kronika's time thing. And he learns about um that, like, not only did his father... um So, apparently, like, Grain was given up as a kid... Um, and like, he thought his mother left him, but in this sort of like retconning, because the Mortal Kombat 11 likes to do that in this new timeline shit, uh, his mom, uh, uh, Reign's father, the Demi, the God, I can't remember his name, what, what his actual, shoot, I can't remember his name, honestly, doesn't matter, basically tells, not Prince, no, may he rest in peace, uh, he tells his mother that your son is stillborn. And so, and he disposes of the body. And Rain's mother dies of grief. Like, she literally dies crying. It's it's really sad. So, through using Kronika's time thing, he finds this out. So, he uses it to go pay a visit to Tay, uh, David and Tagon. And basically just tortures them in front of their mother. And instead of killing her, he basically makes her watch. I'm like, you know, just like how your husband made my mom die of grief. I'm gonna make you die of grief. I'm gonna make you watch your sons die. And he assumes the throne. It's crazy. Like uh versus Molina's arcade ending is very much fuck Katana, I'm here now. So Um she pretty much wipes Katana out of existence. Like she doesn't exist at all. (laughs) There is no record of Katana. It's it's all her Liu Kang is is she's having sex with Liu Kang. Raiden is consorting with her. Meanwhile, it's like Shao Kahn and Sindel are behind her. Like she basically Again just removes her from the equation altogether. <laughs> What's cra- also great about endi- her ending is at the end she's like, Well, unlike my sister who just saw me as a- as an aberration, I will she creates her own daughter. You never see the daughter's face, you never get the daughter's name, but but Tanya is just there behind her? Like, for some reason, and she's, like, stroking Melina gently. I'm like, oh, shit, are they a thing? <laughs> I don't know. Tanya went that way. All right. Um, but it I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, it, it could be that she's just a caretaker for the kid or something. But, like, the way she was holding Melina, I'm like, oh, okay. That's that's cool. It's that's all fine. for the fanboys out That there. tongue probably does a lot of wonderful things. Um, minus the teeth. Um, but what's great is that there's a little crib. And... Um, there's there's like a dude just being tortured because of course it's fucking out there's a dude being tortured right above the crib and you can see a piece of his like rib is missing like a piece of his skin and so like you can see Melina has a piece of meat in her hands and she just feeds the baby like the meat and you, you just hear it devouring the meat and like you know it's like oh god show the baby they don't show the baby but I'm assuming it's like it has her cotton teeth like her mother so yeah Melina is basically fuck fuck Katana um, Molina is only one you need to care about. Uh, Rain's friendship is okay. Um, he pretty much shoots like a water gun pistol, like like a, at, a, at a carnival. It's fine. Molina's though. Molina's I think is one of the best friendships in the entire fucking game. Um, she starts off by w- wiggling around a doll that looks like her, like it has an eye missing and everything, and then she basically has a tea party with green with a green bear. And a blue bear, so basically Katana and Jade, and she's playing having a tea party. It's great, but it's also kind of sad because like she can never really have that because they despise her and they try to murder her. Um, but yeah, but she, I think it's one of the best friendships in the game. Uh, I'm really happy uh, with Rain. In all honesty, I- I'm gonna play him more. Uh, whenever the next combat league starts up, I'm gonna just dive full into him and just and just go just as much. I'm gonna lose a lot. But I'm curious to see how custom combinations work and just to see how far I can get with my boy Rain. He's going to be my main. Him and Shao Kahn are going to wreck shit. Um, What else have I been playing? Uh, I have played more Star Wars Fallen Jedi. And if I had played it last year, I will tell you this. It would have been very fucking hard to choose this between this and Dragon Quest for Game of the Year last year. I swear to fucking Christ, it's that fucking It's it, It has, like, it's so good. Um... I mean, keep in mind I mean it's World a good. Also, sh- came out
1: last year, so you would have had it even harder to pick.
2: Yeah, I had a, yeah, I had a lot of good picks last year. Um, it was hard to pick Dragon Quest over whatever else I picked, but um, <laughs> I can't remember what was number. You never, you never remember two. You never remember number two. You remember number one. I remember um, number two
1: was Outer Worlds.
2: Okay, well, whatever, fine. It's, it's That was a year ago. I'm not gonna remember that except for Dragon Quest. Anyways, um. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's really good. I I took Thomas's advice and went to the Sith planet where the Knights Sisters are at. Yeah, and you get a good reward for that. Yeah, you do. And I'm like, hmm. And I won't lie. The same day I went there was the same day like fucking AT and T cut off my internet because apparently we had canceled our internet, which is bullshit. Hmm. Uh, I got to restart it restarted that same day. But I eventually got there and got to the point where like, hey, there's a there's a workbench there. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I can like mm-hmm. tinker around with my lightsaber. Uh, and no, you get, fuck, you get fucking double, fucking dual lightsaber. This is fucking awesome. And Darth Maul, that bitch. so cool. <laughs> I like
1: how they reveal it, it's... too. Because you just, you go up to uh... it, and you're like, oh, and then like, it comes out the other side.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's so cool. Uh, especially mine, because I have the green lightsaber, so you don't really see, like, a, a dual green one, you only really see dual red. Um, it's mm-hmm. so cool um yeah. just flinging that around is is so cool Will you throw it um <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> it's so good um Do you have more
1: colors
2: yet i only have uh blue green and an orange that comes with premium content i don't uh, have any other colors i haven't found any like okay. i I'm, I'm trying to look but i haven't no, like i found you, some you secrets all at once it's fine. okay like, yeah i haven't um i found <sighs> some secrets but uh, I, and then I've made it to, and then I was like, okay, well, let's go to Kashyyyk, because Kashyyyk is the next story point. And my god, what a way to fucking start a level where you fucking hijack, uh, eight and at at. Like, that was so fucking cool. Um, it's, it's like, god, like, this is, this is, like, this is what, like, it has the Dark Souls combat, or like, I have to be patient. Because that makes sense, because it's a Jedi. You think of what your moments, my dumbass doesn't. Um, but. Uh, like, just the fact that all, it has the classic Star Wars set pieces. I love it, you know? It, it's so great. And the fact that you don't just hijack it, you pilot that bitch and you shoot things down with it. Like, that's so cool! Like, you know, like, oh god, um, but the, I did not expect to see Saul Guerrero from Rogue One in it. Uh, actually played, and it looks like it's, and it is voice, uh, Forrest Whitaker uh in it as the role again like that was really cool like that that i know like older star wars games would have like cameos from other characters but like i don't really have a lot of memories of them but it's like to me it's kind of cool seeing like smaller characters who you'll see show up in like one medium and then they'll be in another medium i think that's i think that's really really cool um yeah, that whole Kashyyyk level was really cool. The inter, the like, the interconnecting between the jungle and then the the you know the empire stuff. Fuck those spiders, by the way. <laughs> fuck you, respawn. You know they have this one area. Like, huh? What's in here? Jump down. It's like uh, towards this. I'm gonna. Go- There's a no, no, no. no There's no. a bench. All of a sudden, shot <laughs> like fucking huge, huge as fuck spiders. Oh my god! And I did find like the. The hidden boss one, and I killed it. Uh, took me two tries, but I killed it. Um, God damn! Fuck those spiders. They're they're like they're as tall as a human. That's where. Oh, was tall the, as tall as a human. Was like
1: an early gameplay demo that had it in there, but like I didn't know that they just jump out at you. Surprise.
2: Yeah. Like yeah, that's even, it. Be
1: prepared for it.
2: Yeah. No. And then I went because there's a echo there in the when the when you technically encounter the what, the first one. And I went back there after resting and not thinking, oh, maybe I should try to get that echo again. Maybe I should figure it out. I go jump down. Yeah, oh, no, not again, you son of a bitch. God damn it. Um, yeah, it's, it's really fucking good. Like respawn. God damn. damn it's it really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's <clears throat> really good. Just um, wait till you I, play control. I'm interested in this. <laughs> yeah oh no, it feels good to control. It feels good to control, it feels good to parry shit. No, I mean I wait I till you play I, I control can't...
0: because that also came out last year, it's also really good, so like Is that by respawn too? No, that's by uh Remedy. Oh okay. Oh, no, I'll, I'll, I'm I'll, just saying, you know, like I last year control... had good games and you missed out on a few of them, that's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah. I I mean I was I was on Switch. What do you want me to do? I played good games last year, it's just can't play everything.
0: Control, control should be uh, I didn't now, see control. Contro- Controls should be really cheap huh? this year. You should be able to get it for I like said twenty dollars. Guys, yeah, I I actually,
1: remember.
0: no, it's not. It, I
2: don't. I don't consider it. Um, I just and I think that's so what they're going to put they're gonna do that rooms. for Doom Eternal. They're going to do that for Doom Eternal. That pisses me off. No, they're not. Um, this is going They cancel the physical.
1: It's going digital only.
2: I'm calling it right now, dude. They're going to do cloud version. Yeah. Um, calling it, anyways. Uh, so the only other game I played this week was No More Heroes. I literally beat... Okay. I beat the final... Ranking. So, like, the whole game is the point you have to kill 10 assassins to get number one. Spoilers for this game. So, if you don't want to know... In case you're playing over Heroes 1, get away. But it's all a fucking, like... Ruse. Uh, the woman who sets you up for it is a fucking con artist. And it's basically a way to just get, you, get your money... And basically manipulate people. There's no assassin league and everything. And then you fucking fight your sister at the end, like, and, like, all of a sudden, it goes back to Travis's, to, 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 uh, his, like, childhood, apparently, his parents were murdered in front of him, like, what the fuck is going on, like, what happened, um, I don't understand what's going on, the fight with his, the final fight, though, with, uh, I think her name is Gene, is really good, though, because it, like, it requires your patience, like, no other, uh, uh, no other, uh, game does, uh, you have to pick your spots, I had to treat it like a fighting game because I'm like, okay, she's gonna do this, uh-uh. and then timing. Once I got the timing down, it was good. But uh I am in the. T- I don't. I'm. I, I'm saying I'm not technically have beaten it yet because uh I'm actually at the moment before uh, I came home, I unlocked the true ending because uh, if you, I think if you get uh, you get like the final beam katana, which I'll talk about those in a minute, you unlock it. you get a true ending. And the game gives you the option to see the regular ending see the true ending. So I see the true ending. And it's Travis sitting on the toilet, half naked. And, like, all of a sudden, an assassin dude shows up, tries to kill you. And then a dude who showed up, like, earlier rescues you. And he's like, okay, we're going to fight in the parking lot right now. Let's go. And you Is just fight down? this dude in the parking lot. Travis's pants were down, yes. Uh He's on the toilet.
1: No, I'm saying, like, during the fight, were his pants still down?
2: No, no, no. He got, you know, the, no, the other swordsman let Wait. him... Uh, get his stuff together. Um, I picture
1: like, had... like you know, he throws down the saber and just like uses a stick.
2: No, 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 this is not. No, no. They actually make a joke about that when in the final boss, uh, the ranked number one fight, where like if I told you the story, if I told you it actually happened to me, uh, this game would get a higher rating and it would delay the game. I'm like, what the? F-? Wh- why are we breaking the fourth wall now? What the fuck's going on? And they literally fast forward. While she tells the story. And you can make out certain things if you're paying attention, but like like it's like Chipman speak. Like it's literally doing the fast forwarding thing. <laughs> and then like Travis Travis is just doing like <gasps> what the, What Huh? What? <gasps> oh God. Like just shocked entirely. It's it's hilarious. Um I really like this game. Um I know people complain about doing like the minuscule task. And stuff like that, like the like the the side jobs. I didn't find those to be a problem. I never found money to be a problem. Um, the only time I found money to be a problem is getting the final beam katana because it costs like four, like a like a lot of money, almost as much as like a entering a fight. I have to do because you have to spend a certain amount of money to get into the fight. And most of the time, I could do like one or two like assassination missions and like one or two um like side jobs, and I would be fine. And sometimes I would do extra just to have extra money for like, uh, working out, buying a new upgrade stuff like that, but, or like sometimes wasting money on shirts, but like, it's a solid game. Like it, like I kind of wish I didn't play, I played this earlier, but Hey, it's, I'm playing it now in preparations for number heroes three next year. Uh, I, I'm not going to play two right away. Cause I, I didn't buy two right away, but I look forward to doing it. I look forward to playing it. If it's anything like this one, or if it's more of this Oh, I thought they were packaged uh, together. again, no, they're not. You can buy them separately. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the the bet my favorite part of the game is just doing wrestling moves and you know like in you unlock more as you go uh, like like you know doing power bombs or hurricanaz or DDTs or German <laughs> suplexes or butterfly suplexes. Um, it's it's so good. That's wow, the best. They that's got the best butterfly spe- suplexes
0: definitely. in there, huh?
2: Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> um, there's there's a lot. Um, but yeah, that that's yeah. I, like I said, I'm literally at the final, the hidden boss. Um so I won't I, I won't be talking about it next week just because like this to talk about
0: um so uh that's that's it for me. All right. So this past week I've been playing basically just Destiny. Uh I've been grinding to get to power level 1230. Um the raid comes out tomorrow so me and my clan we went over some of the raid builds that we have in place. Uh I'm gonna be uh, at first. I'm gonna be using the war mine cells to make sh- to see if that works. And the way war mine cells work is that you have to use a specific set of guns to kill enemies to create war mine cells, and then you can put on mods that affects what that thing does. So, for instance, if I put on a bunch of solar mods and I shoot it, it blows up. It causes enemies to burn. It uh, does more explosive damage, etc. If I put on a void mod, it'll cause them to uh, to be suppressed. Uh, there's also one that, if I shoot it, it also does an AoE for healing. Uh, so it grants a bunch of healing. Uh, so I'm gonna be doing that. Uh, some of the other guys are gonna be doing their charged with, uh, power, uh, sets, which grants you certain buffs with certain weapons. Uh, for example, like, uh, high fire gives you a straight up damage boost of, I think, I think it's 10% or more. I think 15, maybe. Um... So that's going to be fun. <laughs> Tomorrow tomorrow's going to be a fun day because we have no idea what's in that raid other than it's the robot factory. It's Galactus and uh and we, we all think it's going to be a a fallen uh robot factory, so uh, mm. it's going to be a lot of arc shields, I believe, and stuff like that. It's going to be fun. Um yeah, uh, I got the I got all the Darkness abilities on my on my uh Titan, I believe. And, uh, you have, so basically at the end of the game, the, the Exo Stranger gives you a bunch of missions to go and lock other, uh, abilities for your, uh, subclass. So you can unlock, uh, different, uh, grenade abilities. One is just like an AOE effect that, uh, slows down enemies until they freeze, uh, which is pretty cool. Also, they have, uh... One where you throw throw down a grenade and if it seeks out and freezes enemies, and once you kill them, uh, I believe the I believe the warlock has something like this as well. I think it's the melee, but once you kill them, it goes out and seeks another enemy. So it's super overpowered. Mm. It, it used to be really overpowered in PvP because uh, the freeze duration was 4.5 seconds, and they reduced it down to 1.5 seconds now. So you actually have a chance to like not die to it. Uh, like, you can actually fight back. Um, yeah, the, uh, they also released Season of the Hunt this past week, and uh, I actually kind of like it. It's So what you do is uh, you get this thing called a lure, and you can put three different things into it. You can put uh, the, the object that you want, and then you can uh, whittle it down to the perks that you want, uh you have a chance at getting the perks that you want on it, which is really good for grinding out god weapons, or god tier weapons. Uh, Haven't got a chance to really do that yet. I've just been grinding for power. But, yeah, I think me and my team have a good build going. And I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Gonna get that first clear?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. We're gonna try and get world first. We'll see how that goes. Um, The only other people that have not gotten... Like, the people that aren't, like, super, like, known streamers are the ones from actually last year and, uh, and the the Eater of Worlds raid, which was just like a, it was just like a random LFG group. Hmm. So, there's always a chance. <sighs> um, so yeah, that's, that's it. I played a little bit of Miles Morales. Uh, I don't have... <laughs> Anything really to add to that at, at this point? Because I've only played it for maybe a couple hours.
1: Yeah, it's uh, a hard one for me to talk about because I don't want to spoil anything. But like everything I want to talk about would be a spoiler.
0: Uh, yeah, I just got to meet Aaron. Uh, mm. So he's yeah, I, I'm. I don't know if I want. I, see, that's the thing with spoilers. Like, I don't know if I should talk about it on here or not. But <sighs> I don't I mean,
1: know. Maybe we could do like a spoiler cast. Uh, once you once you beat it. Yeah, because I I really do think it's a super compelling, interesting story. Yeah, it's a little I, rushed because it's a shorter game. Yeah, but like what it manages to do, and like again, basically a four hour like story time is mm-hmm. very impressive. Yeah, obviously the game is longer, but like the story content is about four hours.
0: Yeah, uh, I like the I like the writing so far. The writing's great. The characters are great. Uh, Genki's really fun. <laughs> um, you get to see yeah like. There was a couple of cutscenes where you actually feel that family connection. You know, that's mm-hmm. uh, really great. Like, I think the fact that it's taking place around a holiday where families get together is like really yeah. key in building together this relationship between Miles, his mom, uh, estranged uh, friends, um, mm-hmm. extended family. Like, it's actually really. It's actually more of a personal story than yeah. Peter's would be.
1: Yeah, I don't remember if I said that. I might have said this last week, but I've said it, like, in other instances. I think it's kind of weird to play this game, like, as an outsider, because, you know, everyone's used to a Spider-Man game being, you know, Peter, Mary Jane, Harry Osborn, Norman Osborn, like, Aunt May. Like, the obvious, you know, the characters everyone knows. Yeah. And this isn't really. Like, even you, last week when I brought up the game, you're like, Ganky? Who's that?
0: Yeah, I was like, like, that's a Pokemon, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, like... He's, you know, he's Miles' best friend. He's been there since the comics started. Yeah. But that's only nine years. (laughs) (laughs) Only. Like, uh, Miles' mom and Genki are, like, OG, you know, Miles' characters, but Mm -hmm. that's still not nearly the time that, you know, Peter's extended cast has been around. Mm -hmm. Um, same with Aaron, uh, same with Uncle Aaron, I guess, too, but, um... So, like, yeah, there's, you know, there's comic characters there, too. And some new, I think, some really good new characters. Mm. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know which ones like, are new, so...
1: <laughs> his supporting cast is so far removed from everything Peter Parker mm-hmm. that, like, it's kind of jarring to play this because, like, it's it all feels new. But it's also kind of refreshing. Because, mm-hmm. like, um, without saying too much, there is a a fairly important supporting character that's not only mixed race but also deaf. And so like the way oh, they're Yeah. They're yeah. The way they're able to kind of bring in that uh that you know diversity and inclusion into this cast that they never really did with Peters because they were all already established is kind of refreshing. Uh like they've tried to do that with the you know the MCU movies, but they've basically done it by just giving Peter Miles supporting cast So Mm -hmm. I don't feel like they've done a very good job of that on the movie side. Yeah. Like with Miles, it's all new characters or at least, you know, his cast was already diverse enough as it is that it's just, it feels so much different and like, you know, a fresh experience for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it also does it in a non-pandering way. Yeah. You know, which is also really good.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Because these elements are just part of them. It's not who they are.
0: Right, exactly. It's not like a characteristic. I mean, it's not like yeah. a caricature. You know, it's not like a cartoon or anything. It's like real and grounded. Right, like yeah. you
1: meet the deaf girl, but like you don't know that. Like she's not just the deaf girl. I just don't want to say yeah. A or is that, yeah, I, I, I words. met, I
0: met, but I don't know if it's like, the one that you're talking about. But I did meet someone like that, and it was just like a casual conversation. Like he just said, "Oh, yeah. like," and then he just did his little. You sign like thing. meet this
1: street artist, and like you go to talk to her, and like you know she signs, and you're like, "Oh, okay." And then miles Miles's so,
0: size because he took he took it in like what middle school or something It's hilarious <laughs> yeah
1: and so it's like you establish that element of them, but it's not the only reason they're there. It's just it's right. really nice because like the you know they actually show like the characters speaking through ASL and it's it's right you yeah. know like they get they make sure like I saw in the credits there was like an ASL coach in the credits. that's so like cool. they made sure that everything they do is accurate, and it's just that level of inclusion is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's not, like, a, you know, major factor of the game.
0: Yeah, uh, I also just spent a bunch of time just wandering the streets as Spider-Man, like, not swinging, just walking around, because I never did that stuff in the original Spider-Man, even though there was a trophy, I just didn't know that. But I figured I would want to do it this time, because, you know, he's Miles, He's he's got more swagger to him, so, like, maybe he has yeah. more interesting things to say, and that's still that's still fun. That's still fun to do. I like well,
1: it. if you're exploring around, you gotta go find the uh, the Stanley Memorial.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, I saw you post a picture of that. I Believe.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a trophy for it. That's why I say that. But also, okay. it's just it's a cool thing.
0: Yeah, I need. I'll need to check that out. I think I'm gonna. Like me and you talked a little bit about it, but I think I'm gonna plat, try to platinum more games uh, with the PlayStation Five, just because. Like you said, money's tight, but also I want to get more out of my games. Uh, I I. I got this feeling first when I played Astro's Playroom because there's not that many like hard there's not hard achievements in that you know yeah. it's all very simple stuff to do and all stuff to do like Easter egg stuff which I like in games Things I like that Easter enrich eggs. the
1: experience
0: yeah it enhances the experience for sure also um Astro's Playroom uh one feature we haven't talked about yet is the ability to just like f- basically fast travel into a level where You could just go and pick up the thing that's uh missing off of your trophy list, which is really cool. I really like that. I really like that feature because instead of trying to figure out where things are and then move around and get to the place where that object is, I could just load it up and be like, All right, now I need to go to the jungle. This is where I need to go. Click that, boom, I'm loaded in immediately. It's great, it's awesome. There's
1: even like the activities panel,
0: right? That's what uh, I'm, in the- that's what.
1: Oh, I'm not just talking about like in the menu. You can load up any level.
0: Uh, well, you could do you could do that too, but like I am yeah. in the activity. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, uh, like I, I saw people talking about that with Miles too, where it's like side activities and things like that. Uh, you don't have to necessarily like you know go to them and them on the map or like scroll through the you know the overworld or whatever. Uh, you can just see what activities you still have to do. And the percentage completion you have for them, mm-hmm. select that act- activity in the game panel, and it'll take you straight to that thing. Yeah. From there.
0: Yeah. Uh if you're if you're a speedrunner, uh, I hear that it's got great uh, it does that as well. So if someone like beats your time and you want to get it back, you could just immediately load up that level. It's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot I mean, of You
1: can't do it for trophies or anything, but yeah. it's nice just for like completion.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this uh, this instant load time is real nice.
1: Uh-huh. All right, it's gonna spoil me.
0: Yeah, it really like I'm feeling it with Destiny. Apparently, it's all, like <laughs> Destiny is running better on consoles now than PC since their last oh, update. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so like, console players are getting better load times and stuff, and they're not even they don't even have to have the new hardware. They can just have the Xbox One X and be fine. Weird. Yeah, there's something with their code, I guess.
2: So you're saying yeah, you're telling time, me so to jump in, huh?
0: Yeah, jump in to your 360. Uh, okay. That's the Sorry. tagline for the 360, guys. Is, no, is it? You guys I mean, don't remember that, jump in? No. Okay. No. That was the tagline for the 360.
1: I remember th- like, a, the, the swoopy sphere.
2: logo. It's a bad
0: logo. tagline. Do you remember, like, the the like the, the jump rope kids? The live action thing? No. Okay, I'm going to have to send you some stuff, because I remember that stuff vividly. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think that's it for games for me. Uh, I tried loading up Marvel's Avengers. It did not have my save. So I need to go figure that stuff yeah, that's out. that's so
2: weird. Um, oh, no. Even more motivation to not play that game.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, the campaign's the best part, so if you have to start over... Which, yeah, it would it is until you have all your character progress. I want it my costumes, damn
0: have- it! I spent the god—I didn't spend real money. I just spent whatever they gave me. But I spent it. Right. You spent your—that's
1: what I'm saying. That like, stuff would suck.
0: But yeah, losing your like the story
1: progress would not be a big deal mm-hmm. because you could start over. I actually, i kind of wanted to start over, and I couldn't remember if they brought in that feature yet, where you can actually like start it. Yeah, game. they
2: have.
0: It's been there okay. for a while I- I- <laughs> now. I can't believe that wasn't there at launch. It's so crazy. Right. I mean, Dusty, you can't play the original campaign anymore. That's also dumb. That doesn't. That's still dumb.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm just Two saying games don't sh- make a right. Trying, I'm just saying games are trying to get away with that shit now, and some of them have but successfully gotten away with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Fuck so Avengers. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go into a commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the boring Hawkeyes are coming.
1: Hey, Kate
2: Bishop was pretty legit. Oh, it's,
0: I, I'm just gonna let you lead on this, Justin.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna no, be silent. Right? I don't want to be salty for this.
1: You have to talk about the fighting game stuff because I don't
2: even know what that is. Well, that's what, I mean, I'm not. I'm gonna be silent on the Avengers stuff because I don't want my saltiness overcome it. Oh, but I'll yeah, talk. I'll talk about the. Of course, I posted that shit. <laughs>
1: Actually, I only have... the. Let me get no. an actual news story of Kate Bishop because I don't remember everything that was in the I'm video. gonna, I'm, I'm
2: going to just dip out for the news segment.
0: Bye, guys. You don't want to talk okay. about James Bond? I mean...
1: James Bond's going to be legit.
0: Sure. I, guess... the, I don't
1: want it to be third person. I hope it's not third person.
0: It's going to be third person. Come on.
1: It probably will be, but I don't like those as much.
0: But Ben can play it. Yeah,
1: I, mean, I could
0: I can I could
2: tolerate you're first person, but I I've never it. I never played Oh, okay, I'm being excluding the guy with okay, that's fine. Exclude the guy that's with fine. head problems. Yeah. Fine. No, you're just
1: you're you're salty about everything.
2: Alright, we're back by the way. I'm, so... salty. I'm not. You didn't hear me just you gush said about that in the way.
1: I'm not salty.
2: <laughs> I'm not. I'm salty about spending eighty bucks on the game that was shit. You spent eighty? I bought the deluxe edition so I could play it right away. Uh, oh, okay. I still would have been mad if I had been sixty to to play the garbage that I played. It's easily the worst game I played this year on a t- on a technical scale.
0: Wow. Oh, okay. You know. Technical scale. Uh, I need to talk about any of the pick cross stuff I did. So cross was fun. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm just trying to buy I some don't time for Justin Cross. I'm I'm too stupid. Oh,
1: I'm ready? You guys were just vamping, so I was letting you do it. Okay, this is a podcast. We're Lucy Goosey.
0: Okay, so pick cross. I, I don't know if I can get into to pick cross right now. We'll have to save that for next. All week.
1: All right, so uh, Kate Bishop is coming to the Avengers. Whoa. Wait, why? <laughs> where she you start again? So I can interrupt you.
0: They're still working on this game.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> they never stopped. We got the we got the ping feature now.
0: Oh yeah, it's actually
1: pretty exciting because you can make other characters like open doors and stuff if your character can't. That's fun. It's a it's a cool feature.
0: You um, should have had that in the should, beginning of the game. Yeah, you can say
1: that about a lot of things. And it's totally true. But, anyway. The first like post-launch story content is coming in just a few weeks. Uh, December 8th. And it will be Kate Bishop with her uh, her own like set story missions. Uh, it'll go to a new area. Bring in new villains. Um, and of course a new playable character with her own skins and things like that. Um, there was a whole, like, uh, trailer of content for her. And I actually think she looks pretty legit. Uh, it's called... The, the story content It's called Taking Aim. Um. I know. It's great. Uh. And it deals with time travel, which I think is kind of cool. Um,
0: Considering her abilities.
1: Yeah. So she has, like, quantum abilities. And it seems like Hank Pym's going to deal heavily into this, too. So I have a feeling they're setting up for Ultron stuff. As they make him more and more central to the plot. um, And bring in more of these quantum things. But. Yeah, so I assume part of it will be like. You know, going to old areas that have been slightly redone. Like, with time travel in mind. Um, So like different time periods of the same place. So it's easier to develop. But it does seem like there's at least one new area. Uh, I forget what it's called offhand. But it's around here somewhere. Um, and they also showed off a new enemy type, which is the Super Adaptoid, and it's basically an Adaptoid with all of the uh, Avengers skills.
0: Yay, more which robots!
1: To me, kind of sounds like Taskmaster still. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I guess if, it's like Taskmaster as a generic enemy type. So yeah, a little in, lazy. In the,
2: in the comics, it would take on like the physical characteristics of the of the characters. It's so like it would like, ha- it would, like, have cap shields and stuff like that. It would form it out of its body.
1: It ha- it does that.
2: Okay. That like, cool. it had the
1: shield at one point, I saw it, at least. But I didn't know it was an actual like, comics enemy. So that's interesting.
2: Yeah, dude.
1: Um. Anyway.
2: Boring uh, one, but an enemy nonetheless.
1: Yeah, I mean, most of the enemy types in this are boring. But they're also just fodder to kill, so it's not that big a deal.
2: Aim! Um, <laughs>
1: So, as far as the character herself, um, it seems like, combat-wise, she's fairly similar to how Clint Barton will be, but has her own set of, like, intrinsic and special abilities that use uh, quantum technology. So she can actually, like, kind of bounce around the stage a little bit, like, (laughs) she can... You said you were gonna stay out of this one.
2: You you left it. I'm sorry. I can't help that. You left it right open
0: for me there, buddy. If you didn't say it, I was. I, good, I was gonna say it. <laughs> okay. Um, High five.
1: So yeah, obviously she uses a bow, but she also has a sword, which is kind of cool. Um, I'm sure Clint does too, but whatever. And um, of course, she uses will. quantum abilities, so she could teleport around the field and like do like multiple jumps using teleportation. Uh, and she actually has an intrinsic ability modifier that opens up, like, portals, like Blink, um, that other people can travel through. So it makes um, hmm. Captain America a little more viable with Traversal, if you have a Kate with you. <laughs> hmm. That's that's the first thing I thought of, is, like, it's really just there to help uh, Captain America get around, but whatever. Um, and... Yeah, she seems like she's got some cool diversity. Like, I, I really like the quantum stuff, how she can kind of, like, zip around and, like, pop up behind it and, and stuff. It gives her her own unique traversal methods. Um, and, of course, like I said, she has a bunch of different uh, bow scales and things like that, and she can shoot different types of arrows, like explosive arrows, smokescreen arrows,
2: all that stuff. <laughs> Does she have stuff. a boxing glove arrow? No. Uh, she
1: can also create, like, a, a double, a decoy of herself, uh, to fight alongside her. Which is neat. And that de- that decoy can do different things, depending on how you've modified it. Uh, so, like, it can go up to enemies and explode, and that kind of thing. Um. <clears throat> and, yeah, they didn't say too much about the story, aside from it dealing with time travel. And it will, like, uh, interweave with Clint's story, which he'll be out in early 2021. Um. Uh, so I feel like they probably should have paired them together, but I guess he wasn't ready yet. Uh, I will say, like people give this this game a lot of uh, a lot of flack, and it definitely deserves some of it because it should have just been delayed. But that's not always the studio's fault. It could have been, you know, Square, for example, wanting a game out in that quarter, which we talked about last week, mm-hmm. um, and forcing their hand. Like, hey, get this game out. We know it's not ready. It's a live service game. People will wait for the content, uh, and they were wrong. Because they're not waiting. But, like, I saw... uh, There was, like, either an AMA or just an unprovoked developer that came out. um, And kind of did a whole thing about how developing games during the times of COVID has been really hard. And um, they never really... Like, they're doing their best, but their whole team is working remotely. They never really know how things are going to go. You know, in the studio environment, you have... Like, super fast internet, and everyone's right there with each other. So, like, when you get a new build, they're on it immediately. Mm -hmm. When you're working from home, one person makes a build, another person downloads that build on their home internet, which can take a while. And then, you know, do their changes, upload that, someone else down. Like, it it adds a lot lot more variables, a lot more unknowns into the equation. So, they fully intended to be further along in the post-launch development process. But these things are unpredictable. Um, so I think people are giving this, this game a little bit of a hard, an unnecessary hard time uh, because they don't know the the full breadth of it all. And they're just like, I want my game and I want it now. Even though there's b- a bunch of other things you could be playing. Like, I've said for weeks, you know, I'm, I play this game every now and then with a friend because we have a good time with it and we can just chat while playing. Like, the grind isn't that big a deal when I'm just, you know, having a conversation with a friend. Um uh, But, like, there's plenty of other things to play that I've been putting off, and I'll get back to it when there's new content. Like, if you're putting all of your eggs in one basket like Square did, you're going to be disappointed, like they were. And if this was the only game you had to play, yeah, that sucks. Maybe find something else in the meantime. But, there will be new content. It will probably be pretty good, because, I mean, the main campaign was pretty good. Um. Uh, so I don't really see the big deal like these live service games are built to be seasonal in a way like you know you play the new content when it comes out maybe you shelve it for a while maybe you get super into it people have their own ways and then when new content comes out that encourages the audience to come back play that new content you know either shelve or grind whatever uh, Thomas knows about this except he never stops playing Destiny so he doesn't realize it
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, that. it's a season Yeah, it's a seasonal game. Um I don't know if I'm a fan of seasonal uh content though, for this type of game. I like just having it all and then having it like either I don't know, it's weird, man. Like I'm not a fan of the seasonal uh models since Destiny has done it.
1: Um I don't mind it when the content's free.
0: Yeah, I guess that's good. If, if the game was fun to play,
2: I don't think it would be an issue. That's for totally
1: me. subjective, though.
2: It, it it is, and that's what I said for me. That's why. I, that's why. That's why I put that yeah. tip at the end. And the game isn't fun for me. So, like, waiting for. Yeah, I got other things to play. So that's why I don't play. I haven't played this game since I beat it. But you know, I, I understand times are hard. But at the same time, the the problems were at launch, with just yeah. like how the game is structured. And, and I kind a feeling kind
1: they of wanted to delay it.
0: Yeah. Uh, does anything from the trailer interest you, Ben? Um, uh, I didn't watch it because I'm just done with this game. Like, like okay. I said, I've uninstalled it. Uh, um, old bearded Hulk looks interesting.
1: Yeah, I like the time travel stuff. I think it's gonna bring in some cool costume
2: options.
0: Did you? I just want to know what happened to Hulk to make him like that. he so well, yeah, they have a brief like...
1: tease of um of Clint's story that's gonna follow this up. And it seems like it takes place in like a far, like apocalyptic future.
2: Yeah, it's like does he have a bald? Basically? Does uh,
0: Gray Hulk? Does he have like a bald spot? He's entirely bald up top, and he's got a beard. Is it white? Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, then he's my Ma- that's Maestro Hulk, which that's a nice costume reference to a, a classic comic book from the '80s. But that's that's cool. I should look at. I should look at an, Im- an image of that. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch the trailer, guys.
0: Just fast forward I mean, to the end.
1: It's exactly my point. It's, like, it's free seasonal content. Like, sure.
0: That's if you awesome. not like
1: the game, that's one thing. But if you're, like, boycotting the content just because, like, the game slidered like, you, that seems silly.
2: I'm not... I got other stuff to play that I'm way more excited to play. Like, I got Mortal Kombat right. stuff to play. I got the... I got a whole... I, I'm more excited to play Mortal Kombat, and that got updated, so, like,
1: yeah, I'm just...
2: Like it, it's good. like you said, it's going to be there whenever I want to go there, so if I decide to eventually re-download Avengers, I'm also playing Fall of Jedi, so it's like why play a game that I'm clearly, I clearly didn't have fun, I'd have fun, but I don't want to, I don't like what they did post-game stuff, or how they're going to handle their live service. But you like I the campaign. like the campaign. Yeah, the campaign's great. That's not existent in the, in the, in the, when you're
0: grinding for shit, though. Right, but you can play all the added stuff that they're going to have.
1: Yeah, that's more campaign based.
0: Yeah, sure. The
1: campaign is evolving over time as they introduce new characters. Yeah, right. I'll have yeah. to
2: see like what I'm playing like that week. You know, like it, like yep. if I'm really yeah, into the Call of Jedi, I'm back
0: for
1: like yeah. I don't like the grind either, but I like the con- the you know campaign content that they're adding.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. That, I'm not complaining that we're getting free characters. That's
0: cool, but I mean, like, hey man, like, that's it's neat. it's your time. You you don't feel like you respected it. Kudos, man. Yeah, I like, know.
1: Sorry, I, I wasn't like, trying yeah. to seem like I was attacking you. Or no, you weren't. I was I'm making just making it clear. No, and, I not you were. You know, yeah. you're not I'm, losing anything by continuing just to do the campaign content and then.
2: No, sure. It. Yeah, yeah. it all depends on what's coming out, and I'd have to redownload it. And it's great that it, they're keeping that promise because yeah. part of me was being cynical. Like, they're going to make people, they're going to charge people. I'm glad they're not. But, like, there's, like, like I hate it. Like games that I want, I actually want to play all update shit. Like right around stuff that I kind of want to play. So, like other stuff's gonna win out yeah. versus this game that I didn't really enjoy its uh, uh story stuff or anything like that. So mm-hmm. if it's interesting, I'll check it out because it's free. Yeah, and that's not. Yeah, I mean hurt.
1: the elephant in the room is that this content comes out two days before Cyberpunk.
2: So yeah. like, it's still pretty bad timing. You could probably finish before it before Cyberpunk Cyber comes Book. out. Oh, I'm not even well, okay, that that is I'm not getting that game because I don't want to be nauseous oh, for like fifteen yeah, hours.
0: What about the millions and millions <laughs> oh, of true, people? True, true, true.
1: <laughs> The ones that have already forgotten about this game and might have like you know jumped back in, but they're like, well, I mean Cyberpunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, again, yeah, like true. like Thomas said, that you could probably beat this new content in two days.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh all right, so Also so- I put Cyberpunk on my Christmas list, so I'm not in any hurry for it. I figure mm. it'll have a rough launch anyway. Alright,
0: uh, so let's move on into some Nintendo news. Nintendo oh tells businesses and organizations not to use Animal Crossing for political purposes. Uh, Justin, what's this about?
1: Nintendo got a, a lot of bad press this past week. Um, so, I understand where they're coming from here. They basically put out like a, like a guideline sheet of how companies are uh, allowed to use, um, to use Animal Crossing, like, for their means. And it it lists, like, uh, refrain from using the game inappropriately or creating any content within the game that would be considered vulgar, discriminatory, or offensive. Please also refrain from bringing politics into the game. Uh, so, the real problem with this is it's not just, like, You know, they're like, please don't. Um, It actually says that uh, any business that has broken these guidelines uh, uh, could be asked to stop that activity. And they might take appropriate actions, including prohibiting your future business use of the game. Uh, So it's basically like a thinly veiled threat. That like, if you use our game in these somewhat nondescript ways that we feel you shouldn't, we'll take legal action. And a big part of it is politics because, like, I don't know if you know if, if you all have followed it any, but like, there was a, a Biden Harris Island.
0: Um, yeah, didn't uh, Greg Game Over Greggy? Yeah, do something with that. Yeah,
1: yeah, and like they put like official uh, like campaign signs as like downloadable uh you know designs or whatever in the game that people could put on signs and you know place around their islands and stuff and like they're promoting that as like a like our virtual uh campaigning. Yeah since obviously things are different this year. That's wild man. Uh, and like I honestly thought that was pretty clever. And like AOC did a whole push uh because she was super into Animal Crossing too and like The issue I have with this is, like, Animal Crossing has kind of brought the community together in a weird way. Um, And especially, like, in a year where a lot of people can't see each other, it's been used in some really clever ways. Like, I think in the past we covered uh, Gary Widow's talk show that was taking place inside of Animal Crossing. And, like, how do you regulate that kind of thing? Because, I mean, do you watch every episode and say, oh, that interview wasn't appropriate? But, like, the show itself is fine. And so it's, like, it just, it feels like you are policing something unnecessary. Um, Because I understand if, like, you know, you have, like, the the KKK all meeting on the island. And they've made, like, custom, like, white suits. And they're, like, picketing, you know, like, in public pictures and stuff. Like, there's clear hate crimes and stuff out there. But saying to not use a game for political reasons is in itself a political statement. Yeah, And that causes its own set of problems. Uh, because Nintendo is showing its bias against politics in general. And as a Japanese company, sure, they can do that, but you know, it's a largely American and European audience that's doing this, and so who are they to say how these other cultures should use their game? Like, you purchase the game. It is your property, your island. Yes, it's online. Like, you don't want to spread hate speech or anything. But there's also free speech.
0: Yeah, Nintendo's Which always been bloody. about, like... They've, been super, they've always been, with their online, super close to the veil on everything. They never want people to do anything, like... Right. Harassing right, or...
1: This just seems like it's it's a step too far. And actually, like, stifling free speech. And I don't say that lightly. Because I think people, like, abuse the term free speech. Right. To just mean, like, I should be able to say whatever I want. And that's not true at all. Yeah,
0: that's not um, even what that's referring to. It's something no. else with journalists and stuff. So,
1: Right. But, like, they're saying that this thing you own cannot be used for these reasons. And if we catch you doing it, which, again, it's it's specifically for businesses, not for individuals. and. You know, I understand there's a a difference from the corporate side of things and the personal side of things, but from a licensing standpoint, I don't see why it's any different for a you know, a business to put something out there um like as promotion or whatever in the game, or a person to put that same thing out there. Like, for example, they would crack down on the Biden Harris uh, campaign. For putting that information into the game. But they wouldn't crack down on the people for placing those signs on their islands. Like, that seems weird. In that regard.
0: Yeah, the only thing I can think of, just to play a little bit of Devil's Advocate, is that they're, they're looking to do, like, business signings or something. Like, the partnerships with other people to put items in the game. So they don't want people to just do it free, for free. They want businesses to come to the album but that's just that's grosser though exactly that i don't know i'm just baking stuff up at this point because i'm just trying to figure out why they would stop it yeah, um, i mean there
2: was a mercedes-benz in mario kart 8 if you remember that's exactly
0: that. what i was thinking of at
2: that point right um weirdly enough i mean you didn't pay for it it was actually was it free dlc i don't remember i think it was pre-order um, no was i remember okay it was free dlc it was just like I mean, a thing like, you would lock so I mean like if it's but, free I don't see the problem like hey get these like business shirts or whatever that's licensed through them fair
1: Make, but they're, just, they're towing it. a very thin line of yeah. like what's it's acceptable weird. and what's not because it's not clear
0: Yeah and I I I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to trying to take a guess I just, here in stab in the dark you know
2: Nintendo thinks that their audience is still primarily children probably and that they don't want kids. They they don't probably want kids to see political statements like, "Well, oh, what is this?" And maybe they believe that it's not that their game is not necessarily the the they their game they believe that their game is not necessarily the correct avenue to be exploring these kind of avenues. Which that's that's a that's a thing of to debate. Um, I don't think it. I don't think I think you should be able to put a political sign in there and just like, hey, maybe you should have a conversation with your kid about, hey, what does this mean? is not, I mean like a Biden Harris thing isn't hate speech, it's just a political candidate. You know? Right. Um just like that's all it is. Now if you're
0: it's putting MAGA shit in there, like that's hate shit right there. Uh let's move on into the the other Nintendo news here. Um Ben
2: So I gotta be more it's more negative Nintendo news because uh so yeah. uh this just dropped on Twitter uh, apparently this past weekend was, uh, just to give some preference, there was, there's a big smash event called the big house. Uh, it is, I think it's one, uh, it's one of the bigger smash events, uh, offline, at least obviously in the weird year that is COVID, uh, cannot have that. And they were going to have an online thing, um, just to give also a preference, uh, Nintendo has partnered with the big house in the, for the past five years. Uh, so, uh, the, uh, official Twitter account at the big house SBB put out this statement. The Big House is heartbroken to share that we have received a cease and desist from Nintendo of America Incorporated to cancel our upcoming online event. We are informed we do not have permission to host or broadcast the event primarily due to the usage of Slippy. Uh, I'll get into that in a moment. Uh, sadly, our competitions are affected. We are forced to comply with the order and cancel the Big House online for both Melee and Ultimate. Refund information will be sent shortly. We apologize for those impacted. Um, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, Slippy uh you don't know what that is slippy is is something that happened this year it is a netcode uh rollback netcode implementation that was put into uh, i believe it was the using the dolphin emulator um for uh smash melee or about a, r- a little earlier this year i want to say it was earlier this year uh, it's basically made melee's netcode amazing it's way better than the smash uh, ultimate uh this i'm reading this off of Dota esports from our good buddy Cal michael uh, for the first time since Slippy mod was introduced into full competitive Smash uh, Bros. team last year, uh, Nintendo <laughs> sent a season assist their to tournament again. They did not send a assist for Slippy because they easily could do that, but they they're not. Um, and of course, canceling the Big House. Um, uh, Fizzy, the creator of Slippy Mod confirmed that the Big House is denied the ability to run an online event despite the Melee community thriving thanks to Slippy providing nearly authentic in-person experience for a game that didn't even have access to online play when it launched in 2001. Nintendo decided to shut it down. Um, of course, it, that's this started the hashtag free Melee trending on Twitter. Um, it is unclear why a decision was made now rather than uh, with the other ones, larger Melee tournaments that have used Slippy over the last several months, but it's likely that Nintendo shut the Big House online Online, because the company was partnering with the event organized to support the tournament. Uh, Other tournaments like Beyond the Summit, Smash 10s, online are unlikely to receive the same case in cease and desist because it's not directly linked with Nintendo in any way There is no there, and there's no ultimate bracket at the event. Um, uh, Japanese Melee Pro uh, Amsa uh, said Nintendo has also kept him from playing Melee while using Slippy on his streams. He didn't get any specific, specifics but he mentioned Nintendo things and helping develop ultimate as the reasons for being able to stream or join Slippy tournaments under the threat of being banned. Um, Any player who uh, entered the event will receive refund information, obviously. And, of course, uh, Nintendo has released a statement uh, since then, which I will read right now. Nintendo appreciates the love and dedication of the fighting game uh, community for the Super Smash Bros. series. We have partnered with numerous Smash Brothers tournaments in the past and have hosted our own online and offline tournaments for the game, and we plan to continue that support in the future. Unfortunately, the upcoming Big House tournament uh, announced plans to host an online tournament for, for Super Smash Brothers Melee that requires use of illegally copied versions of the game in conjunction with a mod called Slippy during their online event. Nintendo therefore contacted the tournament organizers to ask them to stop. They refuse, leaving Nintendo no choice but to step in to protect its intellectual property and brands Nintendo cannot condone or allow piracy of its intellectual property. Okay. Um, So that was Nintendo. uh, So yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, This is bad. I know I'm usually angry at Melee players or I don't like competitive Melee at all, but um, I think it's a bad move. I think it's a bad PR move um, from Nintendo's part. like, I get from where they're coming from, and this is not me defending Nintendo at all, that they, like, they, 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 um, you know, they, 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 they don't want to be They can't, they can't condone piracy of their game. Whether or not they can't, ex- they can't exactly prove that in this context, because they could easily be running it off a GameCube using it in, in Dolphin, you know, it's hard to say. Um, but I still think it's fucked because this constantly. As much as I don't like Melee uh, as a competitive scene, there's no doubt that the community itself is. Ne- it just seems like it won't go away, uh, that they persevere no matter what. And it's. It's real shitty that Nintendo decided to cancel this online event, um, or make force them to cancel it. I, I don't know why they couldn't just pull out from partnership. Maybe it's too complicated with contract talks or stuff like that. But, like. As, uh is as a lot as kale and a lot of other melee players said on Twitter that uh, Nintendo loves to use melee uh, players to promote their new game but they won't support uh, melee tournaments and stuff like that so um, again obviously there's the devil advocate that they that they can't advocate this stuff because they're partnered with it and you know like like similar earlier this year when Street Fighter 5 had um uh, the netcode fixed, uh, I can't remember what it was called now, that quote unquote improved the netcode and they quickly patched that within two months. Like obviously Capcom can't condone, you can't condone that. Um, similar to like Dragon Ball Fighters or Tekken 7 or Soul Calibur 6 where they're running online tournaments, online leagues. And uh, if those of you don't know, there's a wonderful thing called Parsec, uh, which uses sort of like a cloud-based system. Where you host servers to play online, and um, Ultimate Marvel Three uh, does this a lot, um, and where like you can, it makes playing online ga- online games like feel as close to offline as you can because the net code in those games are fucking garbage. And same thing with Smash Ultimates uh, online is garbage. Melee has no online until the Slippy mod, uh, or at least it didn't. It might have, but th- this made it infinitely better. Um, yeah, this is this is not good. Um, especially in this year when a lot of people are looking forward to it it was supposed to be this weekend and now having to cancel one of the biggest Smash events online because uh, of, of something like this where something couldn't be worked out, I don't understand it's it's stupid
0: seems like the Nintendo lawyers woke up this week
2: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, uh, I don't really have anything else to add to that no. I
1: mean, know. it sucks, but yeah, I
0: don't. Yeah. I don't know enough about the situation. Uh, so Let's just move into lighter news, I guess. Uh, Project Double O Seven, new James Bond.
1: Yay! From IO. Very surprising.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they announced that they have a teaser trailer up, um, and their little blurb that they have here is Project 007 working to tell us brand new James Bond video game to be developed by IO Interactive. Uh, featuring a wholly original Bond story, players will step into the shoes of the world's famous secret agent to earn their 00 status in the very first James Bond origin story. Ooh. IO Interactive is currently recruiting elite talent from around the world to join the, the team build up the exciting and unique gaming title. So that's, that's all we know about it is that it's going to be an origin story for James Bond. Uh, they've made the hitman games for those that don't know. Uh, they're fantastic, uh, murder simulators. Uh, <laughs> so if it's going to be something like that, uh, I can, like there's been a lot of instances where you have to like, uh, assume someone else's disguise, you know, and sneak around and, uh, sabotage things, so, like, there could be a lot of fun stuff with that, with the uh, 007 and, like, the gadgets that he gets and stuff like that. Uh, I can't, re- I honestly can't think of a better developer to make this game other than them. Um,
1: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I just, I, I think I said during the commercial break or something, <clears throat> that, um, I kind of hope it's first person, but I know it's probably not.
0: Yeah, I, I sincerely doubt it. Uh, it's probably going to be third. Probably just with their same engine, honestly. Yeah, like oh.
1: I love the oh yeah, that's, um I love the old like Nightfire and uh, Agent Underfire games.
0: Yeah, Nightfire was uh, great. Yeah, wait, what are the and what? like
1: those were also original Bond stories that like played out like really good movies. <clears throat> Just you know more padded for. I gameplay. I
2: thought the only I thought the only James Bond game was GoldenEye. What are these other the, games you're talking no, about? No, I've never heard of GoldenEye. What is... Never heard of GoldenEye. Oh, it's yeah. a small game. Nobody. Okay, I'm. Cr-
1: was that Almost like you know of fire
2: I think so, maybe. Actually, yeah, that, I actually I
1: own I own Agent of Fire. I used to have Nightfire. I think my brother has What? But they're like, both uh, GameCube games. They're really good. I never heard of
0: those. This is the first time I played. I didn't know. I played ever. them on PC, so. Oh. They, yeah.
1: they were probably multi but um I loved like they had really good multiplayer. Um, I actually talked about Nightfire on my uh my underrated GameCube game, GameCube games list. Which I guess is appropriate if you've never heard of it, <laughs> um, but like it had some solid multiplayer. Like, not. I mean, I think people put Golden Eye on a high pedestal because yeah. like it was amazing at the time, but it does not hold up. It was good for console Whereas players. Like, like, like PC players
0: were like, "What is this kid shit?" And right, <laughs>
1: and like if you go back to it now, it's rough. Yeah, but I oh, actually yeah. think Nightfire still holds up. Like part of the part of that video was playing multiplayer with a friend. Um. Just to get the multiplayer footage. Mm-hmm. And, like, we still had a lot of fun with it. We played way more than we needed to for the recording. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, I love those original Bond stories for, for games. And we haven't had one in so long.
0: The last one I can think of was uh, Bloodstone, which I actually really enjoyed. That was from Bizarre Creations. That yeah. was their last game they made before they it closed. Was okay. I thought it was there pretty was, good. It like,
2: was a of, remake uh, of Goldeneye for the Wii U.
0: What's Goldeneye that again?
1: That's not
0: good. I, I, what's Goldeneye? I've never heard it. There
1: was also the uh, Goldeneye Rogue Agent, like the sequel or whatever. Yeah, that was on eh, original Xbox, I think.
0: There was one on the. There was the, was the remake on the Wii, the different one. It was on the Wii U. Wii U. No, there was I haven't, I haven't... Rogue Agent
1: was on Wii also, but it was like a different. It it didn't play the same way.
0: It was weird. I played that a little bit, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this.
1: Yeah, the Xbox One was the better one. I think it was there was also like a DS port or something, but I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, Bloodstone was okay, but I think that was actually like it was it was an old Bond, and I want to say that was like a like a uh, James Bond novel or something that they. So, like, it was actually a story that had already been made, yeah. but this was, like, they made a game out of it instead of a movie. Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly, but, uh. Or it was, like, a retelling of one of the movies, but, like, with a different title. But, yeah, they also did, like, the From Russia With Love game, which was also just okay. Uh, there was, like, a slew of them for a while that weren't great, and that kind of killed the franchise. Mm. So I'm hoping this, like, revives the 007 franchise, because I think they make really good games when they're done right. Yeah. Like, that, you know, that espionage with, like, espionage
0: stuff. Yeah. You mean espionage? That's what I said. You said Aspion.
1: No. Yes, you did. Espionage.
0: Ben, back me up here. He does not care. Roll
1: back to tape.
0: Roll back to tape. <laughs> uh,
1: you can put a little editor's note in here when you're when you're editing. Uh did yeah, you ever play the wrong. uh
0: the No One Lives Forever games? No. No, it was like a female James Bond, basically. I don't know what that is. No one lives forever. No one lives forever.
1: Oh, the operative. Okay. So it's not like an actual James Bond game.
0: No, it's got the it's got the, like the James Bond type of you know espionage thing going on. You have all the different gadgets and stuff. Like that's what that's what I was getting at. 'Cause it was it was basically trying to do Nightfire or the other ones. It was a spin-off. Okay.
2: No. They made two of I them. I've never heard of it. I don't think they, they made they've... three of them.
0: They made three? I've never played the third one.
1: Yeah, Contract Jack. Weird. That um, was a spin off that takes place between the first and second game.
0: Weird. Released in 2003. Anyways. It's... Yeah, there's really
1: not much information, aside from it being an original story and an origin I'm... story. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm still excited.
2: Yeah, I guess. I never played Hitman or played, like, James Bond, so...
1: Eh. Cool, though. Play Nightfire. It's great.
0: Uh, We don't have any other news stories, right? Alright, so that's gonna be it. Uh Justin, where can people find you?
1: You can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. Um I'll just I'll keep saying also Zero Score Gaming on PlayStation Network. Why not? If you got a PS5, hit me up. Not that there's anything multiplayer except like Avengers, I guess, but apparently no one plays that. Um Yeah, I have had like a week of PS5 content. Uh, which I thought was going to be more exciting, but it's basically just a Miles Morales video and an Astros Playroom video. But like I said, I've got I've got some bug snacks coming. Um, I just haven't been motivated to make stuff, so I had plans for this month and I'm kind of just paring them down slowly. Aww. It's fine, it happens this time of year. I just like I got ambitious once I moved into the space mm-hmm. and then the, the seasonal depression hit and I was like, oh yeah. That's right, it's this time of year. Also during a pandemic, where I might not get to see my family on Thanksgiving. So that's fun.
0: That sucks. Uh,
2: Ben. You can find me at twitter.com slash marvelousiggy for all things related to the self-proclaimed marvelous one. check the pinned tweet for my video on the outer worlds. I think I did a good job on it. What do you think? I don't know. You should go watch it, please. It's at 60 plus views last time I checked. That's the most I've ever gotten in my <laughs> life. And that's crazy. Um, would you say it's actually maybe
1: at 69 views?
2: I'm gonna ignore that. Um, so I, I didn't uh, even hear what and, he
1: said. <laughs> and
2: so yeah, go check that out. I'm working on the Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield. That'll be my next video ramble coming out. I'm gonna have that before hope if not the if not this week, the, but before this episode's released, the, definitely like the first week of December, uh, and then after that, it'll be Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate or Ultimate Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, if by the end of the year, maybe we'll see. Maybe it'll be into January uh, if I depending on how seasonal depression goes. Which, so far, it's not happening. Uh, But also, you can find me live at twitch.tv slash iggy2814 every Sunday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, We're slowly making our way through Wind Waker, uh, which has been a really good time. And really making our way towards uh, Skyward Sword. Which, much to my bereavement, once I fucking start that game, as much as I don't like it at points, I can't stop playing it. I don't know what it is about that game. I hate the combat, but I keep playing it. It's not. Um, it really isn't. Because combat sucks and it kills all momentum in the game. The pacing is often and it's bloated. Anyways, uh, but yeah, I can't stop playing it for some fucking reason because I'm a... Because so fucking cute and I need to save her. Um, Your pacing is and, and uh, so yeah look for that and of course obviously Mary Metro will be starting in December so look for some super Metroid slash Metroid fusion to be starting and nights in the dreams near the near the start of Christmas time um, and uh, I th- also yes atomic shot hey say error continues uh, the previous episode was uh, Godzilla versus Biollante which is a, uh, one of the best Godzilla movies of all time, in my opinion. And then following up, the, the one that will be released before this episode comes out is Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, uh, a rematch from the 1960s. And this time it involves time travel. A little bit of a spoiler, but goddammit, you need to know that. Uh, it's so worth it. Uh, get ready for some cheese and poster. awesome... Ter- Get ready for some cheese and awesome Terminator references, uh, and then of course the following that will be uh, Godzilla versus Mothra in 1992. Thank you for everybody uh, to uh, for listening to those. Me and Tyler have a great time recording those uh, every time we we uh, we do one.
0: And you can follow me, your host Thomas, on Twitter at Gameplay Stuff. Also on twitch play Stuff. We stream this show every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, you can visit Charshot.com for audio, video, written content. I have written up an Astro's Playroom review. Uh, I just need to edit it and then put it up. Uh, I'm going to also put a video along with the review. So expect that uh, hopefully this weekend if the raid doesn't kill me. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> you can expect that. Also, review us on Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can get podcasts. Uh, tell a friend. And if you want to email me, it's uh, Thomas com. And until then, guys, enjoy your games, and have a good night.
1: You can also tell an enemy or tell a stranger. Just tell someone. If you don't know anyone, meet a new friend, tell them. Bonus, you get a friend out of it.
2: Wear your masks.